Ashley Hitchcock Francis. This is a special tribute video. Maybe it'll be a podcast. Maybe it'll be a video. But um, this week, uh, North Carolina and like the greater universe lost an amazing executive director, friend, and mentor to me and several people I'm close to. Um, Ralph Caps, who led the Boys and Girls Clubs in Wake County, uh, died this week. And the best way that I can think to, um, you know, pay him, uh, you know, give him some love and honor and tribute is to share some of the things that he taught me. Now, if you've listened to other content on the squeeze, uh, you know that one of my besties I met at the Boys and Girls Club. So literally, if it weren't for Ralph Caps, I would not know Tia. And then if you've also heard Jeremy, I wouldn't know Jeremy. Like, there's so many people in my life and so many things I've learned that are tied back to that. Um Tia and I say all the time, like, we wouldn't be where we are in our careers had we not had those, like, fundamental foundational years at the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, I worked there for six years, and, yeah. So the best way that I can share, like, we call them Ralph-isms. So we had a weekly staff meeting. It was weekly, every week. Um, And he would always, like, yeah, we would go through business. But he would also, like, motivate and share these things with us. Um, a lot of us were young professionals, right? Like, we were in our 20s and, like, really learning. And I'm really trying not to cry. That's what I think I'm talking uh, all around. But I want to give you my top five Ralphisms. Okay, the first one is stay positive. Nobody likes a whiner, <laughs> which was hilarious because when you are doing work like that, youth development work that is 24-7, as we used to say, um, it could be really easy to whine. Uh, Ralph wasn't having it, though. <laughs> and, you know, it's a good reminder sometimes, like, like no matter how shitty things are, it's like, well, I can either change it or, you know, like, whine and then move on. <laughs> you have heard me talk about this one. He would say, Ashley, your job belongs to me, right? It belongs to this organization. Your career belongs to you. And then would kind of talk about, like, what that means, right? Like, the job, like, this was way before we were all out here, like, everyone's replaceable, like, it's not a family, and talking about these things, but he let us really like uh, understand and own our career like the job he gets to dictate how much you make right like what the expectations are it, how you're performing but your career that is all you you get to decide what are the next steps you want to take what skills do you want to take what are you going to do to get there and it just helped us realize like this is one piece and you own everything else. And again, like Tia works at Google. I worked there. I'm now in tech at, at Amazon. But like these 
Like that one probably, maybe that should have been number one. But anyway, job belongs to them. Your career belongs to you. Number three, this is pretty simple. Plan your work and then work your plan. (laughs) I mean, like, yes, put the time in, do your, your planning, but then actually work it. Like, implement it. Okay, simple. This one, number two, is one of my favorites. Because I used to say it wrong all the time. I used to say, you don't have to be the fastest lion in the jungle. You just can't be the slowest. And then somebody finally was like, are you sure you mean lion? And I was like, I do not mean lion. Ralph would say, and he would actually like draw this on the whiteboard. He would be like, here's the gazelles in the jungle. He was like, you don't have to be this one that's first, right? Like leading the pack as they are running. He's like, but you can't be this one. And it was the last one. He was like, because it's going to get picked off by a predator. That's the lion, right? That's how I get the story confused. He was like, right? Like you're not always going to be this one. You just can't be that one. And you know, as you are young in your career, that is so informative because we can be so harsh and hard on ourselves and strive to be the best and like perfection and just so much pressure we put on ourselves that causes like anxiety or stress or, you know, whatever. But it was so nice to hear from someone so talented and and like accomplished, like, you're not always going to be there and it's okay. I don't even expect you to be the front. You can be in the middle. You could be towards the end sometimes. Just can't be last. And it's like, no matter what you do, no matter how bad things are going, it's like, if you can just be like, okay, I can just be here. I don't have to be there. I can do that. And it just like, I carry that with me to this day, like things that are hard or maybe I like not my favorite things to do. It's like, okay, I don't have to do it like and get an award for it. I just can't do it and be embarrassed by it, right? Like it has to be good enough. So yeah, you just can't be the slowest gazelle. (laughs) My number one Ralphism is a story that I have used in so many speeches. Uh... And I will give it to you now. All right. Number one, pretend this is a banana. Because when Ralph would give this speech, he would literally hold a banana in his hand, and he, he, which I did when I would give this in speeches. And he would say, if you get an award in your career, in your life, it's like this banana, right? And they give it to you. He was like, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to put it on a shelf? Like, so that you can look at it and, like, you know, be like, oh, my gosh. Like, look at me. I'm so great. Like, how awesome. And then he looks at the crowd and he was like, what's going to happen to this banana if you leave it on the shelf? And everyone's like, gross. It'll rot. It gets brown. It's nasty. It'll just be, you have to throw it away, right? We all think we're so smart because we can answer this question. He's like, exactly. And that's why any award or accolade you get in your career, in life, is like this banana. 
And instead of sitting and looking at it, right, and trying to show it off, but knowing it will deteriorate, you're going to, and he starts to open the banana um, and eat it. He's like, you're going to eat it. And you're going to use that to fuel the next one. He's like, you don't just sit on it and look at it. You use it to inspire, to fuel, to feed you, to get to the next thing. Huh. <laughs> um, which we keep doing. Those are my top five Ralphisms. Um, shout out to all my Boys and Girls Club people. I know like everyone's in their feels right now. There's a lot to think about, but the best way I could think to share what an impact Ralph had on my life was some of the favorite things that he taught me that still impact me every day. So thanks, Ralph. <laughs>